What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast. Stacy Blackwood here with Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Doing great, man. Uh, it's uh, middle of the week, so you know Saturday is almost here, and just a few more days, you know, till college football is here. So what? Yes. Seven, 17. seventeen days. Seventeen yeah. days till Alabama kicks off. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to that. Uh, Going to let some people. Get in here on the live show today. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take care of some business before we, you know, really start diving into today's today's topics. We're going to talk about the AP Top Twenty Five, kind of who was left out that should that should have been put in, maybe who was too high or too low, something like that. And we'll kind of talk about uh, some of the team concerns that that we may have uh, about this twenty twenty one football team, and we'll kind of talk a bit, little bit about some other stuff as well kind of what's going on at camp but mm-hmm. but first uh we, we got to take care of some business here got to tell everybody about betonline.ag if if you like to win money on on sports then betonline.ag is the place to go they have all the that's the place to go for all your online sports betting needs they have parlays teasers pleasers uh you know they, they have everything you need at betonline.ag they also have futures bets so if you want to bet on you know who's going to win the afc championship in the NFL this year or the NFC championship, you can go place that bet at betonline.ag. If you sign up today, you know, whether it's on your computer, your mobile device, or however you want to do it, uh, you'll receive that 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. All right, one other thing. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're watching this live show right now, make sure you share the link so we can get as many people in here as possible. Uh, we want people to jump in the chat and uh, just kind of give us their thoughts and their questions about this Alabama football team. We're super excited about the team. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, just whatever way you listen to podcasts. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. All right, Jake. Let's uh, just uh, yeah. Hang, go ahead. Hang on. I was just going to. I got a question for you. This is kind okay. of, you know, this wasn't in our little notes that you put out today, but I feel like it needs to be be asked, and we need to discuss it real quick. Do you, Stacy Blackwood, care about Oregon having one hundred different jersey uniforms? You know, uniform uh, combinations because uh, Nick Saban uh, does not. <laughs> dude, that that quote. <laughs> Oh, oh my man. gosh, that quote! I, I don't remember exactly. Something yeah. about you know they have yeah. a Alabama has a, a a red jersey and a white jersey, mm-hmm. and all they care about is is who's wearing them. So exactly, <laughs> yes, I'm, I mean, I'm with Nick Saban on that. Uh, right, I'm a pretty traditional type guy in that regard. So you know, teams like Alabama, Penn State, mm-hmm. uh, that that keep true to their uh, their past uniforms. That's that's what I like. So. Yeah, I'm I'm all in favor of keeping the the tradition going at Alabama with them, you know, just a white white shirt away, crimson mm-hmm. shirt at home, white yep. pants and, and a crimson helmet. So, and and the numbers on the side. So that's that's what I like. I think it separates us from other programs. But kind of, what's your thoughts on that, Jake? I, since you brought it up, yeah, I I love love that quote. You know, it's. I, you know, I'm, I guess we're old fashioned if you want to call us that, but I just, you know, love tradition and that is tradition that's been, been around for years. And Saban has made it at a point that, you know, he's not into the blackout like George has done and stuff like that. We're going to have a red Jersey, a white Jersey. And like he said, all he cares about who's going to, who's going to wear those jerseys. And I mean, what a recruiting pitch that is. 
You know, I mean, that is amazing. He's the smartest guy on the planet, you know, when it comes to recruiting. I'm sorry. I feel sorry for college football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, they and, – and that's going to lead into a lot of stuff that I kind of want to get into. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you had the show last night. Uh, what is it? The, the Best of the West. Is that what it is? Best of the uh, West. Yep. Yeah, And uh, it's usually uh, – what Kevin Bohannon and, and yourself, but Kevin's Correct. been out a couple of weeks, and Steve's been mm-hmm. Steven's been filling in for him. Yeah, y'all had a y'all had an interesting conversation, um, uh, about how you know y'all are talking about the order of the SEC West and how it might finish, and you know different question marks about that team. And we're going to get to that uh, here in just a second. And and he brought up you know Bryce Young coming in. He brought up B Rob. Uh, talked about the offensive line, but at what point do we just have to say? And and this is where you know the AP poll. I I'm glad that it was like this, but it, we're just going to say, hey, look, Nick Saban's still the coach. So I mean, may, maybe we don't need to have these concerns. You know, I guess my question is: is when do we when do we stop with all the question marks about this team? Because Look, it, Alabama has they lose they lose players to the draft every single year, and yeah. you know what? They're right back in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. So I I don't I don't know, and that makes me sound so arrogant as an Alabama fan. But I mean, it's just the truth. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 backing it up backing it up with Alabama's made the playoff every year we've had a playoff except for one. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Just kind of what's your what's your thoughts on that as far as like. And I, I know there's different levels of concern, and maybe Alabama is just kind of in a different category from most other teams when you talk about concerns. Right. Now, like I said on the show last night, um, the the biggest issue for me is it's going to take a little while for that offense to start clicking uh, because you've got to replace three offensive linemen. Um, it's going to it's going to take a while for them to get their feet under them. Um, but defensively, there's not a concern, really. I mean, uh, like I said last night, from what I've been seeing, and you may be able to fill in a little bit more on this, but it looks like, you know, Jalen Armour Davis may be the guy at corner two, but Kool-Aid's really giving, giving him fits there from what I've been, you know, seeing. And I've seen that Brian Branch has been playing all over the – all of the secondary too. So he may be plugged in at corner. Who knows? But, um, but defensively, there's not any concern for me. Uh, it's just all on the offense. I guess really to me, you know, for him and the others, I guess where the concern comes in is their unproven quarterback, unproven running backs, you know, stuff like that. Unproven. Okay. You know, First, Brian you know, Robinson is not unproven. Right. Yeah. He's got 1300 career rushing yards. How many? How many? How many players in the SEC are coming back with thirteen hundred career rushing yards? I don't I know. know. It 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 may be a few, but it's not going to be mm-hmm. every team, right? I, I mean, so I just it's a that's a little overstated the concern about the running back room. All I know is that a day Nick Saban mentioned that they were super excited about the running back room, mm-hmm. and then tonight at his press conference he talked about how excited he was about that running back room. I so saw that. I. I don't have the least bit of concern about the running back room. Is Bryce Young unproven? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just so was Mac Jones. When Tua Tungvaloa come into the national championship game for Jalen Hurts, he wasn't proven then. He, no. I mean, he, he proved got, it that night. 
Yeah. So what I'm saying is it, so it took two, two, a two quarters to prove himself. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just a little overstated. The offensive line, people were talking about the scrimmage from this last Saturday. When Kendall Randolph went down, that meant we were playing without three of our regular starting offensive linemen in that scrimmage. So of course the offensive line struggled. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were going to be a little bit of a struggle and a concern going into this season because the fact that, you know, we were going to be breaking in a couple new stars along the offensive line, one of which is Chris Owens, who dominated in the two uh, playoff games against Notre Dame and against Ohio State. Right. We didn't miss a beat on offense without Landon Dickerson. So, I mean, center's not a question mark. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Emil Echior's back. Evan Neal is back. Uh and, and then you look at a guy like Javion Cohen, he's going to be a new starter, and we're probably going to have and we're going to have a new starter at right tackle. So really, it's only two guys who don't have a lot of experience on the offensive line: one at left guard and one at right tackle. So I, the offensive line is the only part of the team that I have just any amount of concern for. If you're watching right now, jump in the comment section. Let us know what what position group uh, or particular individual on the team that you kind of have concerns over this fall heading into the season. If you don't have any, let us know that as well. Uh, I just, I, I hate to, I hate to get all, you know, on a, on a soapbox here, but, but it's every single year. It's the same story every single year. Oh, Alabama lost six first round draft picks. What are they going to do? I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're going to go back to the college football playoff. You know why? Because Nick Saban's still their head coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, so, I just Bryce Young was the number one quarterback coming out of high school for a reason, because yeah. the dude can sling a football and he can lead a football team. He was calling his own plays in high school at modern day high school, one of the biggest high schools in the entire country. Mm -hmm. The moment's not going to be too big for him. Yeah. So I I just mm -hmm. I, I just it just it's it gets old. It's the same story every year. Uh, I see people on Twitter right now talking about how Miami's going to beat Alabama in the, you know, maybe the Dolphins would beat Alabama in the first game of the year, but it ain't going to be the Hurricanes. It ain't going to be the Hurricanes. So, so yeah, yeah. I just, King, I just don't trust King. Well, it's not even King. I, I mean, their offense is going to be okay, but the defense is not that good. Uh, I mean, who's going to stop the, the tandem of, if, let's just say we play with two backs. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's B-Rob and Jace McClellan. Who's going to slow them guys down for four quarters? Nobody. And okay. then you possibly have Trey Sanders come in. Trey Sanders. We hadn't <laughs> yeah. talked about Rodell Williams. We hadn't talked right. about the five-star freshman, Kamar Wheaton. Right. And, and then, you know, after, after you've run them about four or five times in a row for four or five yards apiece, then you play action and you hit Jaleel Billingsley or Cameron Latou down the seam for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So, I just – I in in. People, if you're not an Alabama fan and you're watching this, you're thinking, my God, Stacy is the, the epitome of an arrogant Alabama fan. Well, <laughs> until Nick Saban proves to me that he can't win the SEC and go to the college football playoff on a consistent basis, I won't be like this. But he's been to the playoff all but one year that we've had a playoff. So you mm -hmm. know what? I'm betting on Alabama going to the playoff again this year. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. So I think I think some of the concerns that, that opposing teams – and opposing fan bases are are trying to exploit and try to and trying to bring up are really just wishful thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Think, I think I've been on my soapbox enough on that. <laughs> well, that was that was about ten minutes worth of soapboxing. So there we go. You know, 
Well, uh, Jake, let's yeah. let's let's move on. Like I said, real quick, mm-hmm. if y'all if y'all want to jump in the comment section with any questions or comments, just jump right in there. Uh, we'd be glad to, to take any and all of those. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the AP Top Twenty Five that was released. Was it yesterday or Monday? Whatever Monday, it was. Monday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, of course, Alabama was number one. Uh, Oklahoma was two. Clemson three, Ohio State four. Do you have any problems with the top four? I, you know, like I, you know, we talked about last night. Uh, Steven, of course, didn't think Alabama needed to be number one. Uh, we okay, hey, about hey, let, let me, uh, let me, let me uh, interrupt right there. Yeah. I remember him talking about when, when we got to this point. And Steven, if you're watching this show, I'm sorry. I, I'm not meaning to blast on you right now. But you, Stephen, you brought up that that uh, there's no such thing as blue buds in college football. It's all about who has the best coaches, and that's why you wasn't crazy about the top four. Okay, well, to me, uh, you could pretty much say Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State have the four best coaches in college football. Blue blood. I mean, so I, I don't. I don't know if you misspoke there or, or what, but I mean, you're going to tell me there's there's a better coach out there besides Nick Saban, Lincoln Riley, Dabo Sweeney, or Ryan Day right now. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to take any other any of these other teams' coaches. Mm-hmm. Definitely not going to trade Nick Saban. Clemson ain't going to trade Dabo. Oklahoma ain't going to trade Lincoln. And Ohio mm-hmm. State ain't going to trade Ryan Day right now. So, I just nope. – I mean, you know why them four teams are the top four teams? Because they pretty much make the playoff every single year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, that, and that has to that has to count for something. Consistency and performance has to count for something. I know teams have question marks. Clemson's replacing Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. But we saw what DJ Ua Alangale could do, uh, you know, when he started against Notre Dame. He played really well in that game. So I, I just I, I, I just think that to me I don't have a problem with the top four. And the truth is, as long as those the, those are the top four, I don't even care about the order. And I wish Alabama wouldn't even rank just so it'd light a fire under some guys. But, yeah. but re- realistically, I don't have a problem with the top four. Like I said, and it could be in any kind of order because you know that's who I think are the four best teams in the country, and Georgia's right there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we got a comment here from Richard Jones. Yep. Uh, he says, Ole Miss wars me more than anybody in our schedule. Uh, Got to give him credit. Lane Kiffin is a great coach. He is a great was, coach. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you, Richard. The the game against Ole Miss and then going to Auburn. I hate playing at Auburn. Yes. Uh, those are the two games that, that really worry me the most. Uh, and when I say worry, it's uh, it's like, you know, this much, you know. <laughs> but uh but uh yeah it's Lane Kiffin's a great coach he's a great offensive mind you know he's going to throw everything he has at, at Nick Saban in this Alabama team but but I think Alabama's defense is much better suited this season to play a Lane Kiffin offense than what they were last year I mean we played what Ole Miss what the second game of the year third game yeah, of the year second, third yeah it was and, early I mean all but so pretty much four of the five guys in the secondary were making their second or third start of their career. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, they were not ready for that type of, of, of offense. You know, Matt Corral is, you know, I, I would say probably the best quarterback in the SEC right now. 
uh, and one of the top quarterbacks in the country. When you think about, you know, Sam Howell at, at North Carolina, Spencer Rattler at uh, at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I think Keaton Slovis at USC is a pretty good quarterback, uh, and Matt Corral is a good quarterback. JT Daniels is a good quarterback, and I think Bryce Young is going to be right in that conversation as well when the season's over with. But yeah, Ole Miss is a team that that is definitely. Uh, one to look out for. And and I would say that's one of the bigger surprises of the AP poll is the fact that Ole Miss was not included. Yeah, that that's one of the biggest surprises for me, for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and another thing that, that we talked about last night, you have Coastal Carolina ahead of, you know, of Ole Miss. They, they're ranked. But, yeah, you don't have Liberty, who beat Coastal Carolina in the bowl last year. They're not in the top 25. But they're bringing back pretty much everybody. So I just don't know, you know, that that's one of the things that we talked about was like how does a beat rider from Florida know what Utah is going to be like? Yeah. Or yeah, Cal- or, yeah I just don't I, I just don't tr- trust a lot of the media poll because right. how's a beat rider from Florida going to know what California looks like? You know, USC or California right. or right. Cal, whoever, you know. Yeah. So hey, we we got we got a good question here from Richard. Mm-hmm going to pop up here uh in your opinion opinions i guess are di- yeah. dynasties good or bad for college football i'll let you take that first jake um you know really it for for a decade or a little bit more like alabama it's been good for for the i guess not for fan bases for other fan bases but for us it's been great but you know you gotta look like in the 90s you had miami who was a dynasty pretty much uh, usc for a little while was uh, early 2000s, they was kind of a little dynasty. But uh, I think it is. Florida State's another one. I think, you know, you have some teams that, that become better than than all, but dynasties might be changing with this new NIL deal. Who knows? Because it may be who's going to pay you the most to play, you know, nowadays. Who knows? So we'll see how that goes in the future. Uh my thoughts on dynasties, it's kind of, I guess it kind of depends on how you define a dynasty. Uh, because I think you could make the argument that, you know, over the last, since Urban Meyer took over Ohio State and handed it off to Ryan Day, Ohio State's had, had a dynasty. Right. They haven't, they haven't, they've won what, one championship, but, mm-hmm. you know, but they've, they've been right there every single year. Of course, Dabo and Clemson's won two championships over the last, several years so they're, they're a dynasty album's dynasty is just different from everybody else's right now mm-hmm. but they've won six championships in you know the last 15 years that nick saban's been there so uh or 12 years but uh so i think that their dynasties are defined in a little different way but uh there's always going to be uh a handful of teams that are really dominating the the, the college football scene and and you know like like Jake mentioned, in the early 2000s, it was USC. Mm-hmm. In the 90s, you had a couple different ones with Florida State and, and Miami. Uh, yeah. uh, Alabama even won a champ won a championship in the ni- early 90s. Uh, they were the good late for- 90s wasn't that good. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, hey, we got an SEC championship in 99. Well, we did. Yeah. So it wasn't all but, bad. But I I don't I don't think they're bad. I'm not going to say they're good for college football, but they can't be bad because there's always several teams that are that are right there in the mix for everything. You know, when if you think about it long and hard, you know, over the years. So I'm not going to say they're bad for college football. It's been good for us Alabama fans. I know that. 
Well, I'll also make this point, and we've talked about it when we was discussing the this playoff expansion. I believe regardless of what happens, you're still going to have Alabama, Ohio State, um, uh, Oklahoma's, uh, Notre Dame's, Clemson's, you know, as your top four or five playing for, for a playoff and for a championship every year. So, I mean, I guess their dynasty is going to keep rolling. Who knows? But that's just well, my opinion. Richard says, I hear a lot of people talk about how sick they are Sick and tired they are of Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Well, I mean, I have an easy solution for that. Me Beat too. Em. Beat them. Beat them. Quit whining. Get your ass out there and play. And beat them. I mean, em. I, I just – that's all you got to do is beat them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guarantee you people will stop talking about Alabama if people will stop, start beating them. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I just mm-hmm. – and, and I don't want to hear this this garbage about how – uh, the, the the these teams don't have the same advantages as, as these other programs. Why why not? Right. What what advantage does Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma have right now that other teams do not? Besides, they're winning right now. Right. I mean, so they. they I mean, Alabama's case, they have probably the greatest coach ever. I mean, that might yeah. give them a slight yeah. advantage. But other than that, of course, you know, it yeah. all goes down to coaching. I mean, that's right. just what it is. That's what, yep. and it's what we just talked about. There's mm-hmm. a reason the AP top four is Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. It's because they those teams have four best coaches in college football. Right. The formula is simple. Mm-hmm. Hire a great coach. Hire a great coach, and you're going. The win. formula is simple. It's not easy to execute, though. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all about finding that right coach and then beating those teams. If you if you if you sick of hearing about Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, find you a coach that can beat those teams. I mean, look what happened to Florida. They you know in two thousand eight they steamrolled Alabama. The next year, Alabama steamrolled them, and they haven't been been the same since. I mean, they got to the SEC championship game last year, but before that, they were struggling. Yeah, so, I mean it's it's you know, it, it's all about it's all about who you hire mm-hmm. uh, and. You know, coaching is obviously recruiting is the lifeblood of college football, but uh, but you you got to have the right coach. Right, Richard again, Richard again here. He chimed in. Richard, I really appreciate you jumping in here. He says two Tennessee fans today mentioned it. I would have said something if I didn't feel so sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Richard. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah. I'll be honest with you on Tennessee. I don't. We we just need to get rid of that that rivalry game. That's that's no longer a rivalry game. I mean, yeah. what it's been fourteen years since they've beat us, fourteen yeah. or fifteen. Yeah, that's. I mean, if you can't, you know, that's that's why I really don't count LSU as much of a rivalry because before they beat us a few years ago, we won eight in a row. You know, so but fifteen in a row, yeah, that's not much of a rivalry anymore. It's not a bad. Usually, you think rivalries go back and forth, back and forth. This, yeah, I'm going. I'm uh, going to give Auburn credit. Yeah. I mean, they they've hung right in there with Alabama uh, since Nick Saban's been there, and and we can talk about the ins and outs of how in several of their wins since Nick Saban's been oh, there. Yeah, all the ball has bounced their way. Uh, crazy things have happened, but you know they did. They won the game. Right. They won the game, and and so to Auburn's credit, they they've hung in there best as they could with Nick Saban at Alabama, but uh. The other teams in the SEC, man, they they just they just get whipped. So, yeah. uh, and that kind of brings up something that and that we'll talk about a little bit 
after the AP poll. We'll just talk about it now. Yeah. The, with Oklahoma and Texas coming to the SEC, first of all, did you see that awful tweet of of the Texas football players oh my acting God. like they're a bicycle or something? <laughs> yeah, well, what was yeah. that? Can we revoke their membership? Yeah, that <laughs> – I mean, I would be embarrassed to tweet that. Yeah. Let alone do do something like that. Didn't the Longhorns Twitter itself post yes, that? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, that, that Twitter guy ought to be fired. You know, yeah. For posting that. <laughs> That's awful. That PR guy's gone. But yeah, he gone. Yeah. yeah Anyways. That was, that was embarrassing. Yeah, when those two teams come, and, and I, I'm – I'm interested in seeing how they divide the the conference up. The pods to me is starting to make the most sense because you realize, Jake, that see A and M has been in the SEC since 2012. They have yet to play Georgia. Right. Think about that. We, we we've got to do better. I mean, mm-hmm. there and I'm sure there's several other instances where, where teams haven't played each other, you know, in cross divisional games. And it's just it's just crazy. I think if we went to the pods, you you get to keep one one rivalry. I think the Alabama Tennessee rivalry can go. We ain't got to play that game anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and and maybe, you know, Texas and Georgia can play each other. Alabama can play, you know, I don't know, South Carolina more than what they have or Kentucky more than they have. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, go beat Vanderbilt 60 to nothing uh, <laughs> every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Uh, I just – I feel like the pods is probably the best way to go on that front. Uh, do you have any preference on how they divide the conference up once uh, once Texas and Oklahoma join? Nah, you know, I'd, I've seen something very early on when they was talking about it that how they was going to split it. They had – they had I think it was four, four separate teams in, in the pods – they had Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and I think Kentucky and Alabama's pod. Alabama would take that ten out of ten times, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> and I, I, Auburn would too, because I mean I think Auburn can beat Kentucky and and Tennessee, so it would Alabama Auburn race every year. But I don't one. I don't think it'd be that. Um, so I, I have no preference. I and honestly, I don't you know. We 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 make fun of them and stuff, but I mean I don't have to play Auburn every year, even though they. I, I don't either. I yeah. don't either, man. I, I mean, it's not that the rivalry don't mean anything to me because when right. that game gets here, uh, I'm so excited. But it's the the college football playoff has taken away from those type games, right? And once it expands, it's going to take away even more because I mean Alabama's made it to the playoff without beating Auburn before, right? So. The game didn't mean anything. I mean, mm-hmm. it just didn't. So, well, not to us, but to them, it did. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but but seriously, if if the roles were reversed that season, mm-hmm. and Auburn gets in, even with after losing to us, and would they care? No, right. they wouldn't care then. No. So the the playoff has kind of uh, taken some of the effect off of the the meaningfulness of of the rivalry games and really just all the games in general. I mean this this the Clemson Georgia game to start the season off, it really doesn't matter. Cuz they're probably going to play each other in the playoffs potentially. So Right, there's 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 a there's a great opportunity for you. Yeah. Uh yeah. 
I mean, I understand that, Richard. Yeah, hey, I get I mean, you, I, Richard. I, I, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I, I feel you to a certain extent, but as far as the uh, – the regular season is just losing some of its importance, and, and the more we grow the college football playoff, uh, the less important the regular season becomes. And when the regular season becomes less important, your rob- rivalries become less important. So it's just kind of a, it's kind of some of those unintended consequences that we have uh, from the college football playoff. But uh, I, I know what you mean, Richard. I'm, I'm old school, uh, more old school than what most people are that are, that are my age or in my age group. But, uh, but yeah, I just the the, the regular season starting to lose some of its muster, and uh, that's yeah. kind of what made college football special. Yeah, I mean, when you had the BCS, you know, era, you had to pretty much win every single yeah. game because the only the, the last two teams that was pretty much undefeated was going to be one going in the championship game. Yeah. Now you come with a four team playoff, you know, and then that that kind of get got a little, you know, lost a little bit of luster. Because, like you said, Alabama could lose one game and still get in for the most part. And I think Ohio State may have got in one time by losing one game. Or, or Oklahoma won the two. So, I mean, it kind of lost as much. Then now you're going to spend 12. Who cares about rivalry games anymore? Yeah. I mean, you can – especially if you move it to 12, Alabama can lose three games and still get in potentially. Yeah, they go to 12. I mean, they just, they're ruining the game when they go to 12. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be – it's uh, – I dread that. It's going to happen, but I dread it. Yeah. Uh, Please can those Mercer games. I mean, I agree with you. Well, yeah. Well, here, but, I'll, go ahead. I was going to say something about that. But, but I mean, without those games, the, those those teams like Mercer, they're going to struggle to, to, to keep their program afloat. Right. And, uh, you know, for, for, for people who are all about, you know, everybody having a chance to play, uh, they sure do want to get rid of those games that that pay for some of those programs to even have a program. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what just I was my two cents. That's what I mean. I, I from a compet- from a competitive standpoint, yes. Please get rid of them. They're horrendous to watch. They are, but you cut them a you know a, a million dollar <laughs> check. They do not care getting smacked around and lose seventy five to nothing. They just need that check, and like you said, to stay afloat. So it's kind of it has importance to them. Hey, Cass, <laughs> thank you. Appreciate the kind words. Thank you, Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Richard said, "Send them yeah. a check, and they can send right. us one too while they're at it." Yeah, I mean, I'll take a million dollar check. We'll split it. We'll put it all back towards the podcast some way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if y'all if y'all are still watching, jump in the comment section uh, in the chat there. Uh, keep the conversation going. We're talking about, you know, how, whatever you want to talk about, the team concerns that you may have. Talk about the AP Top 25. Uh, talking about the the expansion of the college football playoff. Talking about the expansion of the SEC. Just in general, just caught some some nonsensical football stuff. We're just here to chat about some football. We're so excited about the season getting here. And one thing I want to bring up real quick that, that Nick Saban spoke about today in his press conference. He was asked about Henry Toa Toa. Yeah, and he I've seen said that. he said that Henry Toto is calling is 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 you know he's he's calling the signals he's calling the shots there on the defensive side of the ball, which allows Christian Harris to you know play faster and you know play his more natural position. Uh, dude, it's scary, dude. If Henry's already calling plays for us, and she, 
Man. It's light, it's lights out. I saw that. And you know, last week Will Anderson said that uh talking about Toto, it seems like he's been in the program for years because he are he he come in and, and got the plays down just like that. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, and and uh a uh a boy a boy is that his name? Uh, Justin yeah, Justin Aboigby, yeah. He had high praise for Tim Smith, which I think Tim Smith's about to go eight. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's crazy. He's about to go yeah. off. Yeah. So Richard Richard asked, how's the Australian Australian punter looking? Uh Saban was very uh he he gave him some solid reviews uh after the scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, so I, I think, I think we have a good punter. He don't really talk about punters much. The last punter right. he talked about really was, was JK Scott and, you know, in a real positive way. So maybe, maybe that's a good sign for us. Uh, did you know crazy stat here from last year? There was, and I want to, I'm pretty sure this is right. There was only three games last year where Alabama had to punt the ball three times or more in a game. Wow. What games? I ain't got a clue. I, yeah, just, I, I didn't know if you a, knew or not. Just, like, just a random stat. That's crazy. But see, I can't think of the what it could. What I don't even remember. Been. I don't even remember punting the ball. I don't either. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I remember when the punter went out there. Every announcer is like, "Well, he's finally getting to, you know, his first action in like three weeks." <laughs> you know, it seemed like. But man, I don't. You know, I do not remember us punting three or more times in a game last year. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. The the, uh-huh. uh, the offense last year was ridiculous. Ohio State, the championship game, maybe when we kind of let our foot off the gas there late in the. And surely not. Know. We scored fifty something points. Didn't well, we? that's true. Yeah, uh, we did it against Notre Dame. I don't. I don't. Well, know. I bet we punted three times, three or more times against Notre Dame. Probably so. I, I bet we did. I bet Notre Dame was one of them. Mm-hmm. I bet. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't even think of another one. I know it wasn't Ole Miss. <laughs> no, no one, no punting in that game, hardly. <laughs> Good night. Uh, oh. Uh, anyways, was, hey y'all, y'all, y'all keep some the chat alive. We appreciate everybody uh-huh. that's listening to us and watching us right now. Uh, but yeah, and another thing, Coach Saban mentioned tonight in his, in his press conference, he was asked about the Ohio State receiver transfer, Jamison Williams. Had good praise. He and Saban. I mean, and and I bring this up because Saban doesn't brag on players, right? Especially not in an individual type way. He'll he'll brag on position groups, but he don't brag on individual players. And and he pretty much said that they're expecting Jamison Williams to to make an impact on this team this year. So that is some great news. Absolutely, that that's that's good because you know we needed a third guy to. You know, take a little bit of pressure off Mechie and, and Slade, along with Billingsley and, and Latoupe potentially. So, uh, having a third receiver is huge. Yeah, and Mechie, I, for some reason, I just feel like Mechie is not getting uh, the, the love he deserves. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. kind of, it's uh, it, I mean, there's people that talk about him a little bit, but they kind of talk about him as a. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be good because he's going to be Alabama's number one receiver instead of, yeah, I think he's going to be good because he's a talented guy. You know what I mean? That, yeah. There's a little bit of – it's like it's like people want to be high on him, but they're kind of afraid to be high on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I asked that uh, that defensive back from Florida how good match he's going to be. Because I, uh, I bet his I bet his ribs are still hurting. 
I bet he's glad he don't play defense. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I uh, heard yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Taron Arnold. Yeah, he's he's. Mm-hmm. What what I'm excited about is there is, not only do we have a lot of guys returning in the secondary, it's uh, four of the five spots that that play a lot are returning. When you talk about Jordan Battle, mm-hmm. Malachi Moore, mm-hmm. uh, Demarco Helms, mm-hmm. Josh Job. Uh, Brian Branch is back as well. Uh, so there's five guys that's played a lot of football. Uh, and then you you, you talk mm-hmm. about guys like Taryn Arnold uh, and, and Kool-Aid McKinstry. And then Jalen Armour Davis is a guy who's got a lot of experience in the system. So right. I'm, pr- I'm real confident in, in the secondary this year. All right, we got a question here. Have you ever seen Saban this calm and relaxed in fall camp? He must be happy with the team's day in and day out focus and buy in on the process. Yeah, that that's kind of uh, yeah. something I was going to bring up uh, a little later in the show tonight. I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, Frank. Uh, Thank you, Frank. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, Saban is very calm. That's that's a good way to put it. He's not. He usually by now he's done stirred up and he's done rattled off on one on something. But uh, right, he uh, he's pretty relaxed right now. Uh, which to me, like like you said, Frank, is a really good indication on how focused the team is right now. So, yeah, it's uh, uh that 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 excites me a little bit. Kind of a Saban kind of has a quiet uh, confidence in this team right now. So that's that's very reassuring. I, if Saban is already calm in fall camp, it's it's look it's good night for everybody else and. In football, I'm sorry, Saban. Saban's never calm in camp. I think he's been more going after reporters than he has any of his players in camp this year. I think somebody asked him about the depth chart the other day, and he got on to them and said, "There's no depth chart," you know. So he's been more going after reporters and and media people than he has his own players. So if Saban's calm, it's over. I'm sorry, sorry football, <laughs> for, you know, college football, but. Frank, thanks a lot for the question. If you got any more, drop them in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes for everybody. Just get in the chat. You know, we're here to talk some some Alabama football. Whatever your questions or comments are, drop them in the chat. We'll make sure to put them on the screen and talk about that. And, uh, we're having a lot of fun doing these live shows. Uh, glad we can do them about once a week. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do, do the live show because of, of the of the chat and people being involved with the show that really excites us. So yes, uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. Uh, any, any, uh, let's see, uh, just individual player that you've kind of been waiting to break out for Alabama since they've been at campus or somebody that you're excited to see how they've kind of progressed, you know, heading into this year, Jake. Uh, of course, I've I've always had my eyes on Trey Trey Sanders, you know. Yeah. So him, he's looking like he's getting. He may be about 90% right now. Once he gets to hundred percent, I think he's going to be really, really good, and it's going to be hard to keep off the field. Uh, so that uh, this gives us another element to our running back game. Um, you know, I'm I'm anxious to see which of the young freshman wide receivers step up. You know, we saw a little bit of a uh, hall in the spring game, but I mean, there's Leary down there and, um, and some other guys, jo- Jojo jo- Earl. He, Earl. Had a re- he had a good scrimmage Saturday. Yeah. And he's quick. I believe if I remember correctly, he is absolutely fast. 
So sorry, you know, I'm having to adjust my headphones. They're all, <laughs> they got all like, messed up. You're good, but you know, I, I'm interested to see which of them young guys step up. I did see that Saban had mentioned that some freshmen, some of the freshmen, could fill punts and kits this year. So that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm hearing that right now, Kamar Wheaton is a guy mm-hmm. that we could see back there returning kicks, and uh, Kool Aid is a guy that it, that could be returning punts. Uh, Jojo Earl could be a guy that could be returning punts. So mm-hmm. we could have some young dudes out there, you know, on special teams returning the, the kickoffs and the punts. And and I and I'm glad you mentioned, you know, we we mentioned this, but I think uh, Dr. Matt Ray put it out this morning, and I think you retweeted it. But collectively, the speed of the wide receiver group is faster than it ever than it has been at Alabama. Is, did I read that correct? Yes, yes. That is incredible. That's nuts. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. That is crazy. I mean, they always they've always said that you can't coach speed, but Dr. Matt Ray and then them guys have found out how to, you know, scientifically do it and it's it's incredible. So, you know, it the I mean, I I'm so glad Seven got them guys. They you, they you are know, amazing. You know what's I I'm going to say something here that that right now may be a little bit of a controversy, but the hiring of Dr. Matt Rea and David Ballou could go down as the best hires that Nick Saban made at Alabama. Oh, absolutely. They're number one for sure. I mean, I think right now, uh, the foresight that, that Nick Saban has, uh, I mean, they're, they're revolutionary guys in the industry as far as strength and conditioning and what they do and how they go about, you know, that that scientific aspect of, of strength and conditioning. And, you know, Nick Saban was there. I mean, he just he said, you know, this is what we need to do. This is the way the college game is going. Right. And this is how we need to attack it. Uh, so just Nick Saban's unbelievable. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how he has the foresight or the knowledge to to see, you know, the changes that he needs to make. But uh, he, he sure is good at it. Yeah. And, I mean – we have said it time and time again. I still I spoke of it last night on the show, but it is incredible to me that a six seven six eight three hundred sixty pound lineman can jump 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 about two to three foot off the off the ground, you know. And 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 his I think it was drill. between I think it was between three and four foot, Jake. Oh my God! I mean, I can't jump two inches off the ground, and this <laughs> dude is doing, you know. And it's incredible, though. I mean. 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't see guys doing that. Yeah, that's but crazy. Evan Neal can do it, and and I have seen it. There's video proof of it on Twitter and YouTube, <laughs> anywhere you can find video of it. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the chat's starting to, to die down a little bit. Uh, we've gone mm-hmm. for almost forty five minutes, so we're we're going to get ready to wrap the show up tonight. Uh, but if if people start jumping in the chat, we'll keep her going for a few more Absolutely. minutes. But but uh, just want to take the moment to, to thank everybody that's been watching or that will watch uh, or will listen to, to the podcast version uh, a little later on. We certainly appreciate that. If you do watch us on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're getting really close to 100 subscribers, and that's, oh, wow. that's, hap- that's happened pretty fast. Uh, our videos are, are starting to gain a lot of traction, and we certainly appreciate that. Uh, hit the like button on each video, and then also jump in that comment section on the video and, and just kind of give us your overall thoughts of that particular video. 
Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and if you do that, leave us that five-star written review. That helps us with uh, Apple Podcasts algorithm. Follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, uh, just wherever you find your podcast, you can find the Tide Talk podcast. Uh, like I said, we're going to get ready to head out here in just a couple minutes. Uh, we, we do appreciate everybody listening, and we appreciate Richard and Cassidy and Frank being in the comment section in the, in the live chat and being yes. there with their questions and their comments. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, uh, one more time, make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. It's this, uh, they, uh, they are a partnership with us here at the Believe Podcast Network, so we appreciate that, that uh, uh, you know, kind of a partnership that we have with uh, with betonline.ag. It's a great partnership, and like I said, you can receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you put in 100 bucks to, to play with at betonline.ag, they're going to give you an extra 50 bucks to play with. So uh, we really appreciate that. Oh, we got we got another uh, comment yeah, here right. in the chat from Frank. He says, new strength and conditioning fits the spread. Read option game speed, flexibility, and reaction ability fit the game. Yeah, that's that. That's exactly right, Frank. That you hit the nail on the head. It's all about everything is about playing in space uh, and playing with speed. So uh, that that is exactly how uh, how uh, Dr. Matt Ray and David Ballou have attacked uh, the the weight training program and the nutrition program. So uh, and and another guy, uh, uh, Alan. Uh, what's his first name? The uh, the guy who's kind of over the. He's like the medical guy for Alabama. His, yeah. his first name slipped me. I can't uh, think of it. But, uh, yeah, he does a great job as well. Right. Uh, kind of helped develop that tent with the engineering department that, that's on about every sideline uh, nowadays. So uh, really excited. You know, just, just the entire staff at Alabama is, is incredible. Absolutely. And uh, I know we're fixing to jump out of here. Uh, I just want to – say uh, a few things real quick. Um, yeah, we're going to be hot and heavy because, you know, here next few weeks because of football starting, but, but basketball starting. Oh, Jeff Allen. I don't, Jeff it, Allen. Yeah. It just hit me. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I, don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why we, I mean, that's a simple name to remember. Why couldn't we remember <laughs> that? But anyway, um, but yeah, basketball, they, they have returned back to practice today. And of course they had their camp over the weekend. Um, Frank's got another question or got another comment. Yeah, you're exactly right, Frank. Yeah, yeah. we were. Some and some teams are still in this, and they're they're mm-hmm. living in the dinosaur age of college football. Yeah, absolutely. But I just want to say, man, you know, real quick, when when I saw that picture that that the basketball PR team put out of Nate Oates, it looks like he is he aged. Like yeah, but he's yoked. Well, he, no he joke. Is. He is. But, it looked like that that little camp had aged him by ten years. <laughs> I'm like, wow, but but yeah, they they had their little camp and looked like they had a lot of fun there, a lot of team chemistry. So uh, they're going to be really fun to watch this year. So I can't wait to start talking about them. We're going to have a guest on uh, for that show when it gets a little bit closer. Uh, talk about the the preseason and pre preview of the team this year. Um, the softball team they're getting back together. Baseball they've had a lot of good recruits the last couple of weeks come in. So the uh, uh, softball team had a lot of good recruits. We got uh, Ali Shipman from Tennessee. So we got a catcher and uh, we're not going to miss a beat there. So there's a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of great things going on in Alabama right now. No doubt about it. Great, mm-hmm. great time to, to be a fan of the Crimson Tide. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple more things uh, before we head out. Kool-Aid is officially 
sponsored and, and mm. kind of uh, by by Kool Aid. Yeah. Thanks if to I, you. <laughs> yeah, I would like to. Uh, I would like to see if I can get a percentage of that cut. Since you know, about a you know July second, I think is when I tweeted it out that. Oh yeah. That we need to somehow make that happen uh, between Kool Aid and uh, Kool Aid McKinstry and, and Kool Aid the the brand. Uh, and today it was announced that you know he's going to make some 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 money off his name, image, and likeness, and they've kind of partnered together. So that is great for Kool-Aid McKinstry. Super excited for him. But yeah, my, my tweet yep. from back July in July, second. yeah, it went, it went viral. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, I would like to think that I had a hand in that, but, uh, <laughs> it's probably not very likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's amazing though. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the one that had to happen. Oh man. No doubt. Had to no doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but and and I'm glad that uh, uh Malachi got uh Milo's sweet tea because I love Milo's sweet tea <laughs> and I drink yeah. it daily. Yeah, so. and uh, also JD Davidson is is trying to get his his logo uh, mm-hmm. copyrighted. So mm-hmm. good luck to him on that endeavor. Yes, uh, I know that's got to be it's going to be kind of a you know I know how lawyers are so they might they might try to make it hard on him. It could be easy process for him, but you never know once lawyers get involved. <laughs> Yeah, so absolutely. But that's going to do it uh, for today's show. Really appreciate everybody jumping in the live chat and watching this live. Had a really good time talking about, you know, some of the team concerns and quotation marks. Talked a little bit about the AP Top 25 uh, and just talked a little bit about football in general and just, just ready for the season to get here. Super excited about that. We're just 17 days away from the time this show is live. So uh, we're just – we're excited. Uh, Jake, any last thoughts before we before we head off? Uh, not really. I'm just going to say that um, around around our parts, you know, f- high school football starting back, so get to see a lot of young, talented guys, hungry high schoolers try to make that next step. So I, I really enjoy high school football for that aspect of it. Yep, yep. High school so, football special. Yes. All right. Well, we're that's going to do it for tonight. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Amazon Music, just however you want to do it, make sure you do it. I don't care yeah. how you do it, just do it. Just uh, we don't do ask, it. we don't ask anything else from you. Just to make sure you subscribe, and when you do watch us on these live uh, live uh, videos, just jump in that comment section and let us know your thoughts or any questions. And we appreciate that. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tide Talk Pod. I'm at Blackwood eighty nine on Twitter, and I'm at Jake Thomas TTS. All right, guys, we're going to head out now. We certainly appreciate everybody listening. Until next time, everybody, roll tide. Roll tide.